everyone. It's Masha Ryan, and I am the host of Time to Head North. Very exciting. Look, is this the first time you've ever been on a podcast standing side by side? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're, you're, you're blessed, right? I am very blessed and very yeah, grateful. I still don't know what to think about this. I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird. I'll but obviously great. <laughs> All right. So if you don't know these two, I don't know how, but I'm going to introduce them. We have Tim and Lee, co-founders of The Kindness Games and leaders in the security sector. I am honored to call you both friends, and I'm so excited because we are actually holding this podcast the day of their book launch. Can you hold up? Yeah, yeah. I have to prop my books inside. Do you have the book? Uh, we, yeah, Tim's got one here. Come on, guys. There you go. There you go. Here we go. Nice. Okay. We got it on Kindle. <laughs> So really quickly, for people that don't know what the Kindness Games is, mm -hmm. why don't you two give the description? You want to do it? Why don't I go? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Last time you kind of went off on a tangent. Yeah. Nobody knew. Yeah, Everyone me. was like, I still don't know. Lee yeah. just talked with the British accent for a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Lee and I are really good friends, actually. So I mean, we just give each other grief all the time. The Kindness Games started in 2020. Um, when I was actually stuck on my second two-week quarantine in a hotel and just feeling the weight of the world on me for the first time in my life, feeling depression setting in, I was like, mm, no, I've been through too much in my life to become depressed in a luxury hotel room, right? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, I went on LinkedIn and Lee was posting something utterly ridiculous. As he does. <laughs> and I was like, Really? Really? Like, this is what we're going to talk about today, which kind of shows you the mindset because I'm ridiculous. But the more I thought about it, the more I said, you know what? He is lifting other people up who do not have the global influence and recognition that Lee has. And I was like, I can get behind that. And I need to focus on positivity. So I sent him a message and said, hey, bro, I'm in a bad spot. I need to focus on positivity. I feel like we're in an ideological hunger games to where we are being told by whoever the powers that be are that if you look like uh, this or you think like this, then there's a whole other group of people who hate you and you need to go destroy them. And it actually does no one any good. So why don't we go and find people to uplift, to elevate for the world to see? And we'll call it the kindness games. And so we started, it got me out of that hotel room. But by the time I got out of the hotel room, like 10 other people had started. Yeah. 10. And then by the time we finished our month, because it's a 30 day, 30 post challenge, 30 people had started. And then by the time we finished three months, which was New Year's Eve, um, I was recording a post with Janina Linka, our 19th TKG alumni, as New Year's Eve was hitting in London. And uh, by the end of our first year, we had somebody on every continent who was doing this challenge, posting videos or writing nice posts, uplifting other people. Since then, uh, we've been doing corporate engagements. Uh, we've been doing leadership programs, employee wellness and engagement programs, uh, speaking engagements. So all of these types of things we've kind of turned into a wellness and a leadership 
I absolutely love it. And it's been fascinating and fun watching the growth of this because I met all of you pretty early on in this whole yes. endeavor. And I saw it and went, oh, we have to talk about this. I absolutely love this. And to see how it's grown. And now you've published a book, a book that, you know, as I said on our teaser, that's already been pushed out. I'm halfway through, cried twice. And it's, you know, I think whenever you take a movement and something that you're passionate about and you see it in book form, you always wonder how it's going to translate. But I can honestly say, well done. Well done. It's a, it's a Thank you. It's meaningful. You, know, you get to hear the people that have pushed it. You get to hear the, you get to peek behind the curtain and see why they got involved. And it's just, it's a, it's an amazing read. I, I'm very impressed. Well, and it's a unique book because it's not <clears throat> actually about Lee and I. No. Uh, we play right. a part in it, but there's 19 contributors, uh, including Lee and I, who have talked about why they jumped into the kindness games or supported the kindness games in that first year. So it kind of chronicles the TKG journey of the first year. We we wanted the book to be about the community. We didn't want it to be about us. And, and that was, I think that was the biggest challenge that me and Tim had when the publishers came to us. Um, and even when they said, oh, it's just going to be your names on the front cover. I think we even pushed back on that. But I think what we did is we put our names on the cover, maybe just to more lift it up or amplify it. But really the book is just about all these amazing ladies and gentlemen that have just joined us and poured their their heart and soul. Uh, it's been a very weird day for me because I've spent you know, all day traveling, but I've just had my head in the book. But it's just been fascinating because I know the book inside and out. But again, I'm going on a different journey now by reading it again. And I was in, when I was in the car with Tim coming to his house, I was like, oh, can you remember what so-and-so said? And like, I can't believe that, you know, she went from this place to now she's there emotionally and it's just completely transformed her. And yeah, it's mind blowing. And I, and I know Tim does, and I have to keep pinching myself when people say, oh, you're an author. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm an author. Well, it's weird. I, yeah, it's, it is weird, but it's really, it's flattering. <laughs> it's humbling. And it's cool to think that this book is is also about to start changing lives, like like the the kindness games and the movement has done. Now that the book is just another part of this yeah. fascinating fascinating movement that we had the the honor of of co-founding. Obviously, Tim, I always say Tim created it because he did. You know, it, through the phone call, um, you know, he was the you know the trailblazer behind it. Um, and then I just jumped in and just said, look, you know, let's do it. Let's go on this journey together. Um, and and it's, it's all explained in the book as well. And that's why we hope that as many people, we can put it in the hands of millions. Um, it would be lovely just so that we can make some impacts on their lives. And I want to be very clear. It is when we when we say 30 posts in 30 days, it's not just go on LinkedIn and write something there. It's purposeful. It is a video <laughs> and it is a surprise. And I noticed in your book, I keep looking down because I made some notes. You said you wanted to see people like it, it was about the humility and the surprise. And, and that genuinely has such a meaningful impact on someone when they're not expecting to not just get the shot out, but to hear you and see you do it. 
it has I, so much more weight behind it. I mean, is yeah. that what you intended? Um, I don't think we intended a lot of things, but it, it, it kind of, um, I don't really know. We, we do do things deliberately, right? We do. And, and when you read the book, you'll actually see some of these huge powerhouses in our industry that when they first saw what we were doing, they, um, they kind of rebuffed it and said, oh, this is, you know, just two, two guys just playing around. What, you know, like, they Which, even, to be fair, it was. It was, yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they even compared it to, as, oh, it's just another fad, like the ice bucket challenge. But when they started analyzing and, and, and deep diving into it, they could actually see this actually has some magical context behind it. And when you, I mean, you know, Tassie, because you, you've done it. When you actually delve and you take that deep dive into you know the transformational journey that the kindness games is, it does take you on this emotional journey. I don't care what anybody says, and you can um, you know just push us away and say yeah whatever, but it's not. It really is just amazing, and by the end of it, you will be a changed person. So you know the interesting thing is um, when I started, I just made a list. Of people who had an influence in my life. And, you know, I actually talked about family members who aren't in the security industry. I talked about friends who are not in the industry. I talked about my dad who has already passed away. Um, because it's about helping people see the good that's happening around them yeah. that they wouldn't otherwise notice. But I actually called out mentors, people who 95% of your audience would recognize their name. Um, and within an hour or two, my phone would ring and it would be them. And, and I would say like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? But the voice on the other side was cracked, sometimes sobbing. And, and they were just like, you have no idea what has been going on in my life. This means so much right now. And, and strong people that I look up to, Lee looks up to the industry looks up to broken mm. that's powerful that is a gift yeah we we didn't just throw out shout outs just because we thought uh we can piggyback off of someone else's brand or their name right. everything we did was was deliberate because we genuinely respect and admire them and and again the people that have joined um you know the the, the community the movement it's just been phenomenal but these ladies and gents again are people that we respect implicitly and you've seen it firsthand now when we go to the conferences it's again we we this is who we are right we we are these people it's not like an act right you know, believe you me if it was an act it would be so exhausting because we have to be <laughs> on it all the time and it would be impossible so when if, if people are skeptical about it, <laughs> come and live in a, a day in our lives and then you'll see what it's genuinely really like. Well, and then that's that's the other cool thing, right? This past GSX, we, you know, Lee and I talked and said, okay, we're going to a conference because it's a security conference. We're representing the companies we work for, but also the kindness games. But how can we actually create a TKG experience that's bigger than just Lee and I? Mm. Lee and I knew we were going to meet 500 new people in three days. Like that 100% is going to happen. Every time we go to a conference, we can't hardly walk 10 feet. People 
that we know, people that we don't know are coming up to us, introducing um, themselves, and it's fantastic. But the Kindness Games has always been about shining the spotlight on others, elevating others. And so we decided to form a WhatsApp group. A WhatsApp group holds 100 people. We put 20 actual like uh, TKG alumni or TKG um, supporters who were well-known in the industry. We then funneled in 80 people who were not well-known, who didn't consider themselves well-networked, first time to a security conference, first time to GSX, um, young in the industry, because Lee and I have been getting LinkedIn messages for the previous six months from all of these types of people. Hey, can we meet you at GSX? I've never been before. Can you introduce me to so-and-so? I know you know them. And we were talking like, we just like, literally there's not enough hours mm -hmm. in the event. So we put them in this WhatsApp group and, and Tosh, you know, you were on that WhatsApp group. Yep. Yep. And for the two weeks leading up to GSX, that thing was on fire. Everybody was exchanging Lit phone up. numbers. We were doing tips on how to network well, how to utilize the conference really well. And then afterwards, um, we were talking to people and there were first timers who said, honestly, I was so overwhelmed at the conference. I probably would have left early had it not been for the people I met through this group. Because everywhere I wanted to go, I knew all I had to do was send a message to one place to find out who else was going to be there and where yeah. to meet. And I had a friend. There were people in that group who were tenured security professionals, been going to these conferences for years. And they said this was the best conference they'd ever been to because of the community they walked in with. And that's powerful. I think one of the things that we're doing for the community right now is making sure that that one person is not left in the room on their own. Is yeah. there's, there's no alienation anymore. Um, I know for a fact when me and Tim you know, joined the, the community, that's what it felt like. We're quite lucky because we're very gregarious characters, you know, extrovert, very in your face. But you've also got to remember there are a lot of um, you know, shy, introverted people. Um, I'm going to name someone that, that's posted today, um, my, good, my good friend Tristan, um, who, who's one of my mentees. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 I love being her mentor and, and she is one of the best examples of somebody that actually went out there. She didn't allow herself to be alienated because she's put a post today and said, well, what tip would you give young professionals? And that was one of the things that I said, well, I'm honored that you um, tagged me and said all these wonderful things about me. But I shined a light on her and said, everything you did is what a young professional should do don't sit in the corner don't shy away get yourself involved in those conversations because also people like me and tim and other security leaders we're also talent spotting right we're right. We're, yes. we're looking for for the next gen leader because again with the organizations that we work for or a lot of people come to us don't they and ask right who's the talented people yeah, we have to maintain healthy pipelines I will tell you, <clears throat> because I am an alumni and I've been through the journey. Took me a while. And how but, long did it take you? 
Two years. Three, three years. So hey, you don't have to do it in 30 days. You don't have to do it in 30 days. I think you're going to have the record. I don't think anybody's going to beat that. Oh, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> I should, I'm going to get a turtle shirt, but I just, it, this is such an easy. Uh, well, TKG, we should yes, do that. This is such a wonderful movement. It's so easy for me to be an ambassador for you guys because I tell everyone the kindness games movement is so much more encompassing, right? As yeah. you, you know, and it's led by good humans that truly want to do nothing but empower, connect, and uplift. There's no competitiveness. There's no clickiness. We're all there to genuinely continue to build new relationships. How can I help you? How can you help me? There's not a person I've turned away that said, hey, Tosh, I, I want to be part of TKG. Great. Well, I'm not in the security. Who cares? We welcome everybody because this is a growth mindset and it, it is life-changing. I, I want to say, I know, Tim, you're you're wanting to peep in. Let me say one more thing. I want sure. you to know how TKG has now affected me. So I'm a communications person as a professional by nature, was a news anchor. Now I'm a VP of comms, right? This is my lane. But how TKG has evolved that for me is I, I had a phone call the other day with someone in the business who's starting his own business. And I said, whereas before TKG, I, I would have maybe thrown a compliment here and there, but I made an effort to call him and I said, hey, I just want you to know when you walk in the room, you bring joy and light and people are so attracted to that and want to talk to you. And I think that's just, it's, it's such a gift you have. And I hope you recognize how much joy you bring into a room. And he was speechless, just speechless because it's what you said. When you can show someone kindness, when they're working hard and head down and they're they're struggling to to push the business forward and succeed your words can have such an impact and i wouldn't have done that if it weren't for you two and kind of leading that movement you know that's how you've evolved my my growth and my life and my kindness so well, thank, thank you, you tash yeah we're proud of you i think you i think you've seen it again firsthand yeah. i think the cool thing that what we're able to do now is we're we're able to break down the silos, you know, strip away these the barriers and, and the hurdles between people. We're bringing organizations together that previously were competing. Uh, we're even bringing people together that maybe didn't like each other previously. And I think one of the things that I'm certainly blessed with is people resonate to me and they they tell me certain things. So I can then, if, if somebody does have a challenge with someone, I can then maybe walk over to the person that they might have a challenge with and say, hey, I think you guys should have a, a conversation and maybe find a common ground. That's one thing that I'm really proud of right now and focused upon. Um, and I want us to do better because the kind of, that's what the Kindness Games is all about, um, is just reaching out to people and bringing us all together because the security industry has got so much talent and, it, and it's filled with knowledge and experience. And I just feel that we can do so much better when we're united rather than when we're competing against each other. And I think, again, that's another thing 
that we've added into the kindness games because the kindness games today isn't what it was in September of 2020, you know, 2020. It's completely different. It's the same core concept, but every day it's evolving into something bigger, um, more authentic, more vulnerable, uh, extremely more courageous. That's something that we want to showcase to people is that have the courage and find yourself. Another thing that we try to do is get everybody to look inside themselves and find who is the real Natasha Ryan. Yeah, we want you to be that person. We don't want you to be someone that you, that somebody else thinks they want you to be. Just who, be yourself. Who are you that you're afraid to be? Why? Yeah. And I think that I see the acceptance and the willingness for people to ask that question because I speak openly when I speak on a stage about the kindness games. And I'm even noticing like the receptiveness of the crowd, right? It's fewer eye rolls and <laughs> as, as, as the two years have gone on legitimately that I've, that I've had the chance to be on stage, like it has shifted down and I will continue to talk about it. And the last time I even said, I don't care if you want to hear about it. I'm always going to talk about it because it does nothing but wonderful things. If you get involved, I'll tell you what, when, when TKG first started, there were a lot of uh, detractors, people are like, yeah, I don't think that's a good thing for you to be doing. Um, you know, what will people think of you? Like all of these things. And, and people would kind of tell us about it. Mm. Um, but some, as you'll read in the book, some people that were involved in it, they actually were told by management, like, stop if you want to work here, which is easy. Yeah. To me, yeah. Right. Not to mention probably illegal. But we've gone from that point in the security industry to where the the leading with kindness philosophy is effectively leading the security industry and it's and if you went to gsx in dallas you would have seen that in the sessions if you're doing insider risk if you're doing this if you're doing that you know the the big topics tactical topics in security there is nobody there but if you were doing, you know, like Lee and I did, building teams that are resilient and autonomous and and you and, and Steve did leadership. leadership philosophy, Pat, people yeah. standing yeah. in the corners, the world has seen through COVID. And now that we're out of COVID and people are not very polite and kind anymore, a lot of those cultural norms, those social norms, They've evaporated. Yeah. And people are very raw and very angry and scarred. Mm -hmm. And we're beginning to see that if you're going to work with people, you have to understand people, how to communicate with them and how to lead them. Um, and, and so <laughs> there's very few people telling us it's a bad idea anymore, not because it's popular, but because it works and people see not only lives changed, but how it can be actually implemented. Um, in the workplace at a programmatic level. We've seen, we've seen um, the eye rollers and the doubters come over to our side, which, which is, which is really cool. One thing I will say though, um, I do always want someone to push back against us. I, I think it's healthy. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and if you, if you do have a doubt or you're a skeptic against it, you know, come and talk to us because that, that, that's what I like. 
Um, I want to understand your side of it. Me and Tim don't always want to be right. Um, and, and most of the time we're not. And again, what we're, what we're trying to do is think what's best. You know, what, what, what we look at the world and, and like Tim said, we, we've identified that people are more scarred now. And, and, and like, like Tim said, there's a lot of anger and, and animosity. What we want to try and find out is, well, what triggers you to be like yeah. that? You know, what, how, how did you get conditioned like that too? And, and how can we recondition, right? Bring you, bring you out. And, 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 and let's say again, like I said, just a minute ago, let's all work together um, and let's create some magic. It'd be really cool rather than have that anger and animosity and, and that resentment just because somebody's being kind to you. I mean, it's, it's baffling to me that you would be against someone that they're trying to be kind to you. I don't get it, but Hey, um, you know, please explain. So, you know, we often talk about how we bring new talent, younger people to the security industry, right? I lucked out because I was a newbie three years ago and I fell in with these guys immediately. Like that was mm -hmm. just sheer luck, right? I, I always say I owe every success I've had to the kindness games because your crew is the one that networked, introduced me to everyone, connected me with people. And and I often talk about like when you're talking about attracting new talent and you're talking about mentors and networking groups, there are a lot of groups that try, but they don't seem to have a lot of traction. So I would ask you guys right now in this moment, those other networking groups, TKG is the sweet spot. You have found success and you've helped people move forward and upwards in their careers. So what advice would you give to these other network groups that are trying to get participation, get mentors to take mentees on and devote time to getting new talent into the industry? You know, it's hard to provide advice mm. for this type of thing, right? Because just think, just think of what a mentorship is. It is quite literally somebody coming to you and say, change me into what I need to become. That's a heavy responsibility, right? And Lee and I, we take that very seriously. And, and people involved with the kindness games, you know, there's a lot of people from the security industry involved in the kindness games. But there's also a lot of people in the leadership, coaching, and wellness industries. There's a lot of people in HR involved in the kindness games. We have people from nursing mm. involved in the kindness games. But uh, when Lee and I take on a new mentee, we don't actually talk about what they want to accomplish. Ever. We talk about who they want to become. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you may stay in security or you may get out of security, but you are who you're stuck with for the rest of your life. <laughs> and if you, you know, there's, you know, most of my mentees, They'll always have like, you know, who are you? Like, how, how do you act in this situation? How do you act in that situation? They're like, oh, you know, I'm a chameleon. I can get along in any situation. And somehow we've come to think that that's a good trait. Mm. But that is a trait based on insecurity. I don't know how to act. So I'm going to try to blend in. But here's the thing. I was a high threat contractor in Iraq. I was a soldier who invaded Iraq. I then worked for the Saudi royal family. That's interesting. Uh, and then I was working at the State Department. Also interesting. 
And then I was working at Facebook. And during all of that, I was evacuating families in my spare time out of domestic violence relationships and mitigating stalking cases. So I had been the right person for every situation for a long time. But the more I grew in my career, the more all of the areas of my profession started to come closer and closer and closer together. And then they started to come near my family. And I realized at one point in time that I didn't know how to act anymore because I was essentially full of crap. And if I continued down this road, everybody was going to realize that I was fake. When everybody realizes you're fake, you can never be you again. Mic drop. Oh, that's pretty powerful. So let's sort that out on day one of a mentorship, right? Like that is what we work on with people. I think I think when you're mentoring someone, and, and this is, I'll, in fact, I will give some advice. If you are going to take on mentees, you when that that first conversation or prior to that first conversation like draw something up what do you, what do you want out of this and what are you as the mentor what should you be there to deliver what's it there for you as well right because it's it's a two-way thing mentor and you know mentee it really is um yeah i i mean i can say a few things of some of the people that i've and, and i've had this conversation and i'm very serious about it because it's a duty right you, we, we have a duty of care to these you know, young men and women that we are you know, passing on you know, some pearls of wisdom and our experiences. Um, and I, what I focus on is exactly what Tim said. I focus on the human side. I'm not really, because I don't really see the power on the other side. Like I see the power on the human side because I know what growth and huge success you can foster in that area and it, and it really is an amazing connection um and some of the people that i've been with recently i've sat in cars with them to the airport and we've talked for four hours and i literally know them inside and out and then i'll get a text from them and say that's better advice than i've ever had from anybody because i want to know them right i'm not really interested in their job I don't really care that they're up for promotion. What makes you tick? Yeah. yeah. What what are you what are you passionate about? What's keeping you up at night? What scares you? Did you did that the first time we met. <laughs> I, 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 I can remember it like yesterday. Yeah. That, that, that the conversation that we had, and for me it was it you know it was breathtaking because it was literally like two random strangers because we hadn't known each other long. Mm -hmm. but we basically just sat down there, and we told things that we probably wouldn't tell to others uh, and, and there was this level of comfort and I think that what that's what you get from me and Tim because we don't have airs and graces we're yeah. not interested in whilst we love it when we do see stuff on LinkedIn about us and we're not doing it for that we're not interested in those accolades what we're interested in you is seeing you saw and and you know this from the conversations I have with you I'm proud sure. of you I love to see what you're doing. You know, it, it, it's amazing because, you know, you were a newbie. You still are to a certain extent now, but you're rocking it. And and that's what I, I say this all the time. If I don't get chose to speak ever again, I'm cool with it because I've had my time. It, it's been amazing. I'd still love to talk. You know, I'll, and that's why, I, you know, I love to be able to give that gift 
But for whatever reason, if someone said, no, it's you've had your time, it's now someone else's, that's cool. Because I want to be in, in the crowd, lifting them up, supporting them, being moved by them, understanding how they think. Because sometimes I might have exhausted all of my avenues of experience. And that's another thing that, that me and Tim love to do is listen. And, and that's another thing in your mentor-mentee relationship. You can get counseling. You can get coach. You can get advice off of your mentee. I do, I, I do it with my coaches that coach me. And you can see that they're getting something from you. So always think about that. It's not a one-way relationship. You know, it's it's two-way, and you're both invested as much as you can be. Do you think in our industry that has uh, historically been seen as, you know, not vulnerable, tough, you've got to have a certain image. Do you think now that this leading with kindness and these kinds of, you know, especially this movement and we're seeing, as you said, Tim, more speeches getting traction at conferences on this. Do you think we're going to start attracting a different kind of person to the security industry and to the naysayers that say, we can't just be kind. We still have a responsibility to do security work. Do you think this, you know, is it, how is it still positive? I guess is what I'm asking. Who can we look to see coming over to security? I, I don't necessarily think that we're going to, or need to attract a different type of person to the industry. Like think about people who choose, especially physical security to put themselves in danger to protect yes. others. Like that person is already exceptional. Mm. Yes. What we're doing is telling them it's okay to be you. There is a way to be an actual person, to be vulnerable, to connect human to human on a very real level. That doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you a lesser person, a fragile person. It makes you someone who's better able to connect, mm. better able to deal with people, right? Security is a people business. I mean, just think about it. Yeah. One of the main things that we have to do as security is threat management. A person or a company has someone who's making threats against them. It doesn't get any more human than that. Many of these people... They have some basic human needs, some Maslow's hierarchy of needs that's not being met. And I've talked to all sorts of different people. I've talked to, you know, people who are, you know, upstanding citizens, celebrities, Fortune 50 CEOs. I've talked to literal terrorists. And we're all shockingly similar. Shockingly similar. Not to say that we're the same, but we're much more alike than we are different. And so leading with kindness enables the security professional to manage that threat so much more efficiently because we can treat them like a human and we can use a proper method of evaluation and escalation versus just calling the police, just doing a show of force, just doing the hard skills, which we already know are just going to continue to escalate. So I think it gives permission. 
Yeah. I love it. So I want to read something from our dear friend, Kekashan from the book. On, she do says, it. It's my favorite yeah. quote. I've often heard there are moments in our lives that have the potential to change who we are. And this was a moment. I mean, I sitting there ahead of your book launch, I'm not trying to get you weepy, maybe a little bit, but like sitting ahead of your book launch and like having that in black and white, that something you had an idea about and uh, made it come to fruition. And Kekashan was there from the onset, right? I mean, that has got to be one of your prouder accomplishments in life, correct? It's, I mean, so Kekashan and Kelsey Carnell, Kekashan Dedwani and Kelsey Carnell, they're co-founders with us. Um, they were both mentees of mine before this started. Um, so we knew each other very, very well. And um, I couldn't be more proud of them, actually. Like, even without the kindness games, the steps they've taken to build themselves as people, to develop their career, to treat people well, has been astounding. But I honestly, it's hard to take credit for this. Yeah. Because this was literally a game Lee and I started to help me. And it turned into a global movement, something that probably shouldn't have. I mean, whether it's God or the universe or whatever, there's a higher power involved here that has made this go around. Um, and we're just the people driving the train. Yeah, we're the captains of the ship. I think we, um, I can speak for myself, definitely. I, I'm struggling with it at the moment to wrap my head around it. Um, but to hit the nail on the head, exactly what Tim said about KD and, and Kelsey. Oh, so proud. I mean, it's like watching your kids uh, come into their own. And the, the, the biggest moment that I had with Kelsey recently was at the uh, RISE conference this year in Denver. And I got to watch her speak on stage. Um, and that was fascinating for me. But um, and, and she gave me a shout out when she was talking, which, again, I felt because of the character I am, I felt a little bit embarrassed, whereas others would be like, oh, yeah, OK, you know, be egotistical about it I'm an arrogant, but I'm not like that. And also because of the voice I've got, when they went for a and a I could see her looking at me to get involved. And I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to take the limelight away from her because she'd done fabulous. And I, and I think if I had said something, then maybe people would have switched fire to me. And I felt that it was her time. So when she came off stage that people were talking to her, not then, oh, let's go and see Lee because he said that as well. Um, so I spoke a little bit or a few times about duty. Yeah, we do have a duty to these you know, young men and women um, that are our next geners and now starting to be leaders in their own right. Uh, we push Kelsey and, and Kate Shan every day too. Yeah, we try to make them more accountable. Yeah, we, but that's still being kind, right? You can still be hard on someone and that is still a form of kindness. And that's what we are trying to, because we see the brilliance in them. and Maybe they don't quite see everything that we do and we want them to flourish and be extremely successful uh, and make sure that they do everything that they could do with the talent that they've been afforded. 
Well, I hope there comes a day where you can be proud of yourselves as your friend. I would like to just say that. <laughs> but I am going to wrap this with I can't wait to see you at the live book launch virtual party in just a few hours. I am awesome. very excited for this. Amazing. Right. <laughs> I will still be sporting my TKG gear. And for all, of, uh, for all of you listening or um, perhaps watching this, there will be a link in the write-up where you can purchase your very own book off of Amazon. I would highly encourage that. And your own um, Yes. And also, again, we want to extend the invitation to anybody. You do not have to be a member of the security industry to be a part of the kindness games. And what I like to do is... You know, it can be a lot, a little overwhelming for people to think about doing that first video. So I always throw the invitation out. I know you two do too. Mm. If you reach out to me, I'll be happy to hop on. A, a we'll do it with you. And we'll do it with you. And yep. then and then you can soar on your own after that. But it, sometimes it helps to have that initial accomplished. Uh, accomplish. and, and sometimes you have to have someone come alongside you and say, hey, I'll do your last one with you so you'll actually finish. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. And I don't even think we didn't do it on the scheduled day either. We like waited until the last day. I was like, oh, we really have to get this done or Tim's yeah. going to kill me. Yeah. Hey, can I, can I close out with uh, reading something from the book? Absolutely. Okay. So the book starts uh, with me in the hotel room, just like we described. But the conclusion starts with this. Someone once asked me, are leaders responsible for how people perceive and experience them? So this book takes you from my struggles in the hotel room through what? Like, yeah, like 17 other contributors' stories mm. around how they experienced the first year of the kindness games. And we end up talking about how leaders are responsible for how people experience that. Like, this isn't a typical book. And it's not actually a feel-good book. Almost everybody cries feel good you feel bad and it will end making you feel challenged well thank you both so much for your time i'm honored to be a part of it and again all is welcome so keep that in mind reach out to any of us on linkedin thank you everyone and you can check out more podcast episodes on our website just go to tngdefense.com under the podcast section and until next time have a lovely day